Welcome to The Lens, hosted by Catalysis, where we get a glimpse inside healthcare organizations that are transforming to a culture of improvement to deliver continually higher value outcomes for patients, staff, and communities. Visit createvalue.org for more information about Catalysis. Welcome back to The Lens. I'm your host, Peter Mariahazi. I am just thrilled to be joined by Rachel DeMaster, Director Care Improvement and Innovation, and Christy Consoli, Administrative Specialist, Care Improvement and Innovation Services at Montage Health, located in Monterey, California. Rachel, Christy, and the team at Montage Health recently hosted a GEMBA visit for fellow Catalysis Healthcare Value Network members. In the spirit of continuous improvement, they had some great aha learning moments. And for those of you that are new listeners, learn more about the Catalysis community. Please visit us at createvalue.org. Rachel, Christy, thank you for joining us, taking the time and sharing your learning. Sometimes it can be a little, you know, a, a new territory to be able to share, hey, we learned this and all that, but thank you for your willingness to do that. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Nice to see you, Peter. Thank you. Rachel, Christy, tell us a little bit about Montage Health. Let's introduce the listeners to that and, and process improvement efforts that you have underway. Okay. Yeah, we, um, uh, like you said, we're located in Monterey, California. And if you're not, like I wasn't before moving here, really familiar with the geography, um, it's the central coast of California is um, actually, it's, it's, I wouldn't call it rural. I would call it um we're a, a quaint. We're quaint. We are a small <laughs> community about an hour and a half to two hours south of Silicon Valley and, um, and the Bay Area. So we have, um, and there's really not a lot in between. So if you were to continue going south, you end up in Big Sur, which is very, very natural and not it's not necessarily a throughway. So we're kind of at the end of of the, the world, you know, so to speak. There's there's really not a way, a lot of ways in and out of the peninsula. And um, and we are also quite a, a tourist destination, you know, where actually our land is is located within Pebble Beach, which is a Gulf Mecca and just beautiful. So we 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 have this little insular uh, community that's um, as we all all feel it's very special and it's about our community taking care of itself. And that's the history of our hospital. Uh, the hospital started as community hospital at the Monterey Peninsula and that spells CHOMP. So if you're around here, you actually call it CHOMP. And so, you know, all of our, our, our proud history comes and uh, started with the hospital, but we've grown a lot since then. And what has become Montage Health is actually quite a, um, uh, uh, an interesting study in complexity, and yet we are small and we are nimble. So we have uh, a medical group, we have a health plan, we have, of course, all our outpatient services, we have an urgent care, we have a very um, uh, active foundation that helps to fund new services for our organization, we have population health, um, we are about to open by the end of this year at um, Ohana, which was a philanthropy gift through our foundation and a very generous owner, which will be um, experimenting in the area of child and adolescent behavioral health services. So really getting into a lot of uh, areas that are community needs um, and any community needs. So, uh, but what I love about our health service, our healthcare system 
is that we are truly trying to operate as a system. And we're small enough to do some experiments in that space. So we have about 3,000 uh, team members, medical staff uh, in total, which makes us uh, pretty compact, I would say. Yeah. We, we have this, the complexity, but we also have, you know, people know each other. It's a community. It truly is a community hospital. It is a community health system. Um, but we do have some interesting things going on. And um, as, as far as our history with lean, uh, the, the process started or the journey started in 2015. And I joined in 2016. So I've been here since um, pretty close to the inception. And we've been able to build our internal systems and our work and our processes and um, really kind of uh, get into the fabric of our culture and see how we can influence uh, for the better because we have so many great um, resources here, but we have lots of challenges like every community does, but we're, we're making a lot of headway. That's great. You know, the way as you were describing the area, I think the, the Visitors Bureau is going to call you to do a public service uh, announcement for yeah. everybody to, you know, you made me go, you know, I've been to California a lot of times, but the Central Coast area I've tended to fly over or drive by. So thank you for sharing that. So what has your involvement been with the with the Catalysis Healthcare Value Network, you know, and, and how have your connections and discussion, discussions helped you further your work? Yeah, I... I think um, most of our impact of our current work actually was um, influenced by my entire team and our leader, Dr. Cabrales, with two of our nurse leaders um, attended the summit last year. Uh, so uh, because we all went as a team, we spent a lot of our time outside of summit activities, dreaming and planning and responding and um, and trying to get a vision. We've, we've been very busy as everybody can in healthcare, especially within the lean space can probably tell you um, things haven't been like that. There is no norm. <laughs> we've, we've been responding to all sorts of shifts and changes within the, uh, within the world, as well as within healthcare and lean is right at the pokey end of that stick. And um, as we, um, have been doing that, we've been so busy just in response, you know, whether it's it's the, you know, helping with, with projects and, and emergency response and, and coming to close gaps. And, you know, we've, we've been so busy. And so this opportunity to go to, to Catalysis, this, to the healthcare summit, gave us a moment to stand back and reflect. And um, everybody was very, very struck by, um, uh, Intermountain Health's management system. You know, to put on one page the intent and the purpose of all the subsystems and all of the energy that we and our teams have been pouring into creating methods and ways and being able to train people and and do things and uh, you know, we're we're you're you're just in it all the time and standing back and reflecting and saying this is what we do, this is why we do it. And, and here is its alignment to some greater thing um, really, I think, struck us all. And so we used it a bit. Um, and, and Christy, you were in all of those in, uh, those meetings, I would say, you know, which had food or, or beverage yes. involved, um, where we were, we were doing a lot of self-assessment. You know, what do we think about this? Like use it as a mirror and, and to, to see where, what are we doing in this space and what would we say our system is? So that was the beginning for us of, of trying to leverage 
the insight of other organizations through catalysis. And we've uh, we've done more since, but um, that was, I think, the beginning of it. So that reflection, and it spurred on a lot of our work to be able to make our work a little bit easier to understand and align. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to kind of have the Gemba visit force us to get it all down on, on paper. And as we were doing that, I think, like you said, we were really struck by how everything aligned with our mission, our vision, our values, um, and just, you know, really let us know we're on the right path. What we're doing is, is making a difference and we are, are headed in the right direction. And it's just baby steps and those small improvements as you go along the way to really see that big difference in the long run. So it's been a journey. Thank you for that. And and one of the obviously one of the tenants in lean or continuous improvement is to go see, to actually see the, yeah. you know, go to the Gemba. And and you guys were were wonderful in being able to host a Gemba visit. And, you know, what did your visitors get to experience and see? You talk about that a little bit, that that whole interaction. Yeah, we um we've been doing a lot of of as we've been trying to clarify and um, codify our, our systems within our Montage Health Management System. Uh, one of those major things has been our education program. Um, education for um, specifically for our leaders and for those that are developing leaders in skills of, of continuous improvement and, and lean. Um, so that's, that's one of the important systems that we have. It's very critical to us because as, as we'll, uh, you might get a flavor of is while we're very in the weeds with, with projects and improvement efforts, we see what we have been doing within Lean as really about our, our culture, about building our culture. It's about our people systems. It's about our behaviors. It's about how we, we see problems. It's how we tackle problems, how we work together. Um, and so our education program is a huge piece of how we kind of bring people into that thinking and prepare them and then once they're in that, um, uh, I don't know, call it club, whatever you want to say, uh, you, they Co basically become co-owners of our lean journey. So we call a share ownership model and we bring people in. So we've, we've kind of felt like the content and the methods have been a little disconnected from that truly cultural, experiential, like we want people to be able to do these things where they live. And... Um, so we went through a big rebuild. We, we rebuilt everything. We questioned everything. We um, we restructured the sequencing of our education. We we changed how we what the experience is, and we added an A3 project um, that was woven into the the education. So now instead of there being you know I, I can't remember I've got the numbers eighty percent didactic now it's like thirty percent didactic forty percent. Um, at, you know, experiential learning and the other is, you know, team and collaboration. So um, as part of that, we um, we have those doing those A3s have an opportunity to do a poster session. They, they have uh, every six months, we have a, 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 a big report out. We set all the posters up there, big, print them real big, put them around the room. And that's when we timed the, the Gemba visit to occur. So we wanted our um, we wanted our story to be told by the people who are actually experiencing it for the first time, and so those are the leaders that were there. So we had uh, the, about a three hour open house, and we were able to overlap that experience with the Gemba visit. 
That's great, especially yeah. where they can see how, and, and as we talk about the culture and everybody being involved, and as you heard at the summit last year, Matt Pollard saying, this is the way, right? This is how we all do it. It's just, it's it's part of us. And yeah. to be able to have the visitors experience that in the Gemba is great. So yeah. I, I also understand that during a planning call for the Gemba visit, you compared hosting a Gemba visit to a dinner party at your home. So tell us a little more about this. What preparations did you have to make and, and what pieces did you put together? Yeah, so um, when, you know, my team will tell you that I do love a good metaphor. <laughs> Yes. And like any metaphor, they kind of grow and morph as, as they, they take on a life and you, you dive a little deeper into it. At the time, we were talking about, boy, this is just a great opportunity to stand back and reflect and to be prepared. If we're coming, if you know, part of coming here is to tell our story. Then what is our story? <laughs> you know? yeah. Like we can sit down like we are right now and have some coffee and, and tell you but if we have a compact agenda and we've got stuff to get done, then I want that on one piece of paper in a way that's logical, that only not only tells you what we do, but why we do it and, and can show that it is it working or is it not? Or is it is it giving giving us you know any lift in the right direction or do we need to go back and try another experiment? So um, part of the getting ready for the dinner party is what are we serving? You know, like I have no idea what what we're gonna what yeah. we're gonna give them. And so we needed to be able to get our story straight. So that was kind of the first part of that. And um, you know, cleaning that up, cleaning the message up, cleaning our materials up, standing back, then we had all sorts of questions of like what what do they want to do and what will they find value you know we know what we would find value in but what do they need are we meeting them where you know why are they coming what are they coming to see are we what going are they to, with yes what, what do they need to learn from us um to help them too so we're kind of doing this back and forth thing and so we were cleaning and cleaning and cleaning like we would, like if we're going to have guests over and not because we wanted, and this is where the, the metaphor, Christy hasn't heard this part because we've, I told her on the way in, I was like, oh my, the metaphor is shifting. Um, the It's not that we wanted to impress them. And I think that's really important is that uh, all of our efforts of even the physical efforts of cleaning up the space and getting rid of the, the red tag that was just sitting there forever and we just needed it to leave. And you know, that's a good, you know, a good kick in the in the yeah, tush to get yeah. moving. Um, so but it was um it was more about if we're really proud of what we've done and what we are doing. It's so interesting to us and it's been so gratifying to us. It was more about what's on the menu. I feel like instead of it being about like, you know, fancy food, it was like we were sharing our family recipes <clears throat> and it was deep. These are deeply meaningful, but how do we show that? And, um, and that's where I think the, uh, for another reflection is being able, being the, the gym, Gemba site, um, you know, the, being able to show the good work and the struggles and that transparency is that kind of the, the being very, very vulnerable yeah. and being able to show the things that you care deeply about. And as a, a quality improvement team or a continuous improvement team who's 
really cared about the people that we've been trying to bring along on this cultural journey and being so proud of them and of their efforts, especially as we've seen them work tirelessly through a pandemic, I feel a lot of responsibility to tell their story well. And, um, and for us, we've been you know, trying to support them for so long and make sure that, that they have what they need to be able to deliver great care in a way that's respectful to them. Um, we don't get a chance to go, oh, we did a good job there, or that's pretty good. And, and I feel like our team needed that moment too, to, to be able to feel like we've got, we've got special things that we'd like to tell people about. Yeah, and some of the things that we ended up developing kind of helped us realize that maybe we're not doing like the greatest job of, in, of communicating with our internal teams as well. So what we set up now, we can, we can maintain that and share it across the organization as we go forward, which has been really nice um, to us just kind of getting the word out of what we're doing and look at these great results and look at this value that we found in this thing. So um, I think that learning for us has been really valuable as well. Yeah. Well, not not to put too fine a point on, but you not only set the menu for the dinner party, but you also had to set the table. Yes. And what's that environment? So very cool. So let's talk about the again in the interest of continuous improvement. What are some of your biggest aha learnings in preparing for these visitors? Well, um, you know, the story of, of our Gemba visit actually took an interesting twist. Uh, so day one, uh, we had the program as planned. We were able to, the, we had the, the uh, report out and we had a little reception where we had all of our, our lean leaders come and just kind of get to know people from the outside. And it was, it was great. And then I don't know if you've been tracking the weather much, but um we had uh, some exciting atmospheric rivers, which I didn't know was a thing, uh -huh. but they're pretty scary. And we have we live in the forest, like really in the forest, and the trees were actively trying to kill us. So, um, so like massive storms and trees come down, takes the power out, and so many of our our uh, the, the the actually the entire peninsula was out of power the second day of the Gemba visit. So what our Gemba visitors were able to experience was the real behaviors that happen when the dinner gets ruined <laughs> and everything goes sideways. And, and I was so proud to show, it was like opening up all the covered doors and, uh, you know, serving what we would have on a normal night. Sorting out from under the table. <laughs> uh, they stood in our safety huddle with our leaders in the dark, hearing about how we were gonna handle the, the challenges at our offsites and how we were going to handle visitors and what we were gonna do to keep open and what we were gonna do to um, work together to keep things safe and flowing for our patients. And we sat there, in, like in the, I say in the dark, with in the, the dark. exception of a camp lantern. <clears throat> and they saw what really happens. And I could not, again, I could not be more proud of, of that matching the story. That it truly was the culture that we have been, been espousing is absolutely what happened. And what Rachel hasn't mentioned is that we were displaced from our office. So our office use, uses badge, re badge readers, no power, no badge reader. 
Um, so we were able to continue and to have the Gemba visit, yes, via Lantern Light, but um, we didn't just say, oh, well, go home. I mean, everyone rallied together and, and we moved it up to the, the actual hospital. And um, it, was, it was just really, I think, good for them to see and good for us to see too, that we, you know, wow, we really, <laughs> we can do this. This is going to be okay. So I think, I think it's great that, you know, they got to experience that. I mean, quite frankly, that's kind of an enhanced Gemba in the sense that something unexpected happened and here's how our processes helped us navigate that. And we were able to continue, you know, hosting our guests. So, you know, we, we also kind of live in a world that tends to cycle through, you know, as opposed to, as opposed to PDSA, it's a PDPD, PDPD, um, you know, just plan, do, plan, do, and bypasses the A. So what adjustments did you realize you needed mm -hmm. to make? And obviously losing power is a huge adjustment to, yeah. you know, the, what's going on. Well, we were we were laughing about this as we were considering uh, this question, and Christy has added some new items to our our office kanban. <laughs> as a result, uh, we we have a couple yeah. of of rechargeable lights, and we have uh, some umbrellas now that we have as part of our standard setup. So so there's some you know we've. We made some adjustments there, but but honestly, having a backup plan for how do we get in the office if if we don't, you know, do we need a key? Do we, you know, there's there's things like that. But um, I think actually one of the biggest things that we did goes back to the question of well, not only telling the story, but is it working? Can we assess? Can we set, assess the quality of the work that we're putting in? Are we getting what we had hoped to get out? And uh, we have a a homegrown system that we use. Um, it's built on Airtable. We've um, made it over the years and uh, it's very flexible. It's, it's wonderful. And so it's sort of grown as we've added systems, we connect those in and it, it, it's been very flexible to us. But what we haven't done is a lot of reporting on our own systems. So uh, as part of the, the A is we had no way, um, you know, to see <laughs> so we couldn't and uh, so we um, we added some some new you know kind of features to uh, sit on top of our system to to check our systems to show the results. Uh, we made a um, a much more informed kind of visual for our management system as part of getting ready, and that was that was very important uh, work for us. I think very very valuable. Um, but that's, yeah, that's, that's the act is now that is now part of our, our, our daily work. We, we now can see, we have better visibility, better transparency for ourselves to make sure what we're doing is actually getting the results. Fantastic. So clearly this had an impact on your work moving oh. forward and, and in the world of improvement. So let's, let's kind of close out. We usually ask our guests, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? You know, I, um, <laughs> As, as much as uh, we were, you know, get kind of uh, it, in our own head getting ready, <clears throat> I think one, one of the things that was another thing that was really wonderful about the Gemba visit, while we had a small group that was able to come, um, the group really bonded. And we, I, mm -hmm. I think the, <laughs> the relationships are, are going to be uh, ongoing between um, our team, our people, and those that were able to come and visit. I, I just really value um, the people connection as we're all really working for the same goals 
uh, even in, in different settings, under different circumstances, that, that the connections that we can make through the network are really powerful. Yeah, and, and one thing I'll say, if you're planning a Yamba visit, it does not have to be perfect. Things <laughs> do not have to be perfect. Come, you know, have people come and, and show your blemishes and, and that's okay, you know. Um, yeah, and the, the connections and the value that you will find in the people that that come to you, uh, it's 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 a two-way street. So they're coming to find value in what we have to share. But we made some, like Rachel was saying, very, very good connections that I think we'll probably continue to, to talk to moving forward. We're going to the summit this year. I think a handful of them will be there. So don't, don't kill yourself not doing it because it's not things aren't perfect. They don't have to be perfect. Um, just jump in, do it. It's, it was a really, really beneficial experience for us. Christy, that's a great closing message. And, and Rachel, Christy, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and share and, and quite frankly, talk about the blemishes and, and how maybe the, the teacup was in the wrong place at the dinner party. Thanks, Peter. Thank you. And we want to thank you all for listening. We really appreciate your being able to, to listen to this and hopefully learn from it. Please check out createvalue.org slash CHVN to learn more about our Healthcare Value Network and more continuous improvement learning opportunities in healthcare. Stay tuned for more episodes as we continue to bring healthcare leaders here to share information with you on how you can continue on your journey of organizational excellence. Thank you for listening. Visit catalysis.org to learn more about catalysis and how we can inspire you to accelerate change in your organization.